Hi everyone, welcome to season two of the Gap Talk Show. It's your favorite hostesses, Grace Amarachi Peters. I am back with season two and I am back with some interesting gist, some gossip and some tea for your best friends. The type of tea I'm going to give you is the type of tea that you want to call your best friend and be like, best friend, did you hear this? Uh, the type of tea I'm going to give you is the type of tea that you're going to grab you some popcorn and you're going to be entertained. I am giving you the tea of my life. I am giving you the gist of my personal business. I am not going to hide anything from you. I am letting you know everything underneath me. I am letting you know all my business. And why am I doing this? Because I remember that I signed a contract with God that um, I was going to be nothing but 100% honest with my friends on this platform. And that is what I'm doing. Now, season two's concept and season two's theme and season two's title is The Ladder to Greatness. And why is it called The Ladder of Greatness? Because I am climbing this ladder of greatness right now in my life. And this ladder of greatness, oh my gosh, it is not an easy ladder to climb, but it's a ladder that eventually will be worth it. And um, I've come to you to let you know of how season one ended for me, my experience after season one ended for me and what happened to me within the the nine months period gap from January to October, what happened to me and what happened to me after season one ended. A lot of you haven't heard from me. A lot of you have not seen me. A lot of you don't know if season two was ever going to happen, but I did get a lot of People asking me, are you coming back with season two? Is it ever going to happen? Are you doing it again? What's up? And I was excited that I had friends that wanted to hear what I had to say for season two. Season two, it's going to be a lot more juicier than season one. Um, A lot of people don't believe in telling their personal business, but if you don't tell the truth about your walk with God, you are deceiving people. Some people get before you and they give you the, 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 the brushed up version of their walk with God. The cliche version, I'm not going to give the cliche version. I am going to give you the dirty version of my walk with God, the good version, and my best version yet to come. That is what I'm going to give you right now. And that is why I'm coming back with season two. Friends, it's been a journey, but I promise you that I pray that as I come on this platform and I release a recording and and I talk about these things in my personal life, that it will be a blessing to you and it would it would it will bring you some information on how to deal with your situation. That is my prayer. Um this ladder of greatness. Hmm. It's not an easy ladder to climb. It's a ladder of determination. And why am I calling this the ladder of greatness? Because this ladder of greatness, you know how you you climb, you're you're climbing a ladder. Just picture a ladder. And you're climbing a ladder And this ladder has the first step. The first step was really easy, right? Then the second step, okay, that was not bad. Third step, okay, this was cool. 
the fourth step, the fifth step, the higher you keep going, you are understanding that, oh my gosh, it's getting difficult. It wasn't as easy as the first step you took when you started climbing ladder of greatness. You start understanding and you start noticing that, oh my gosh, every ladder, the higher I get, the more challenges I'm getting. The higher I get, the more responsibilities I have. The higher I get, the more difficult this ladder of greatness becomes to climb. Because on this ladder of greatness, you have to worry about a lot of things. And one of the things you have to worry about is staying on this ladder of greatness. Can you stay at that level? Can you fight to go into the next level? Can you overcome the challenges? A lot of us reach a level on the ladder and we give up and we like, you know what, this level, this, this ladder of greatness, I give up. I was there in the month of September. I told God, I quit. I remember September. I had this awesome job opportunity and they called me and I could promise you that this interview went well I'm telling you it went well and they were excited and we were all excited and you know I I could feel it in my heart and in my spirit that oh my gosh that you know they're gonna call me because I had the interview on Friday they were gonna call me on Monday and they were gonna give me this job I was thankful. I was thanking God. I was praying. You know, I was like, God, you are so awesome. Wow. I'm so happy. The challenges in my life are finally over. One of the many challenges in my life are finally over. So Monday came and I finished doing my 6 a.m. prayer and then I went to bed. As soon as it was like nine something in the morning, close to 10 a.m., I got an email. And an email was from the position I applied for in the interview that I had. And they told me, sorry, we've decided to go with other candidates. Oh, 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 we're not saying that you're not qualified, that you're not good at what you do, and you don't have the experience. We're just deciding to go with other, other candidates. Oh, my God. When I saw this email, I started crying. I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried. I even yelled at God and I said to God, Father, you failed me. God, you've failed me. I remember picking up my phone and calling my dad and saying, Daddy, I don't know, but I think God has failed me. And my daddy was like, okay, why are you saying that? What happened? And I was crying. He said, stop crying. What's going on? And I explained to him, I've been, you know, I've been studying for these courses and I've been studying to get this job and this is course I'm taking for this position. And um, I explained everything to him. And after I finished taking the course, you know, I was thinking that, you know, I took the course, passed all the, 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 the exams and I've done everything possible. And on the day that I was supposed to get the job, I didn't get it. And I told him that, Dad, 
God said that this year is my year. That he was going to fix everything in my life this year. And this year has been the most challenging year for me. I've been suffering and smiling. And nobody knows what I'm going through on this ladder of greatness. Why? Because I drive a fancy car, wear fancy clothes. I like those people that everything is okay in their lives. I don't have any problems. Now the difference between I and you is the way we handle our challenges. But I am just like you. I am just like the person that had difficulties getting employed. I am just like the person who went to school and took a course and did everything right and didn't get that position. I am just like that person who couldn't pay rent for three months. I am just like that person who probably couldn't afford food. I am just like that person who could not afford this, afford their life at a certain point in their life. So that's the difference between you and I, is the way we handle and respond to our challenges. That's the only thing that's different between you and I. But you and I are one. It doesn't matter how fancy my car is that I'm driving or how fancy or expensive my shoes are or the fancy house I live in, it does not matter. What matters is how we understand the things that are going on around us. I remember in season one, I said, that prepare yourself. Every challenge, new challenge is a preparation for a new level. I said this, I believe, around this time last year. And that was on a topic called challenges, how to deal with challenges. And I said it, I had to go back and listen to some of my messages from season one because I ended up being that girl going through challenges. And when I heard what I said in season one, on episode of how to deal with challenges I remembered what the spirit of God said to me every challenge is an opportunity for an upgrade every challenge is an opportunity for a change of level at the time I was going through all these challenges I couldn't explain it I didn't understand what was going on with me I've been going to this church for over a year now, and I've done God's work and service in that church for over a year. And half of the things I did, I never did for myself, but I did for the Lord because I love the Lord and I did it for God. And in that same August, I had an issue with the church. It's like everything in my life started spiraling out of control after July. August, I took a beat down. September, I took a beat down. And now I'm in October. I, all my friends fought me for no reason. I had unnecessary attacks. I had people accusing me of things that I didn't even do. It was just so much drama in my circle. Now, accumulated with the fact that I haven't even paid my rent. I haven't even sorted out my own issues. 
So at that time, I'm not thinking straight. Because all these challenges are coming in at once. And I'm getting beat up left and right. I'm crying almost every day. And I'm like, God, why does it seem like you're so far away from me? What's going on? But listen to this. Let's rewind. Let's pause and rewind to what happened after season one aired. February, I went on several contracts. After season one aired, I had so many contracts. Contract after contract, I was working. And um, everyone knows, um, some people... uh, Okay, so let me just explain to you what I do. I'm an independent contractor. So, um, independent contractor in the IT field, project manager field, that's what I do. I pick up on contracts in either um, either position. It can be a project manager position or it can be an IT consultant position. I just pick up on different contracts and I, I execute them. I get the job done. That's not my execute them. I get the job done. And the contract could be a short-term contract. Some contracts are two weeks, three weeks, a month. Some are long-term contracts. Three months, four months, five months, six months. You know, it depends. So, what happened? I worked towards the end of February. I started working towards the end of January after I aired the last episode. I worked January, worked February, worked March. And I think I worked April. Yeah, I worked April. And I had so many projects at the time. And the Spirit of God told me that, that you were going to have so many projects. And I hope you can handle them all at once. And I tried my best to handle some. And I tried my best <laughs> to do the best I can because it was a lot at once. So life was okay. It was good. It was good during that period of time. And that same month of April... The Lord decided to bless me with a beautiful car. Before I got this car, I remember years ago, I used to say, I was driving a C300 Mercedes-Benz. Before I got this car, the car that I'm driving now presently, I remember speaking into existence that I really wanted to own a Range Rover. And I didn't know that God heard me. And I kept speaking into existence that, oh, one day I'm going to I'm going to own a Range Rover. I just love those cars. I'm going to own a Range Rover. Guess what? April 3rd or April 4th, I believe the beginning of April, I became an owner of a Range Rover 2020. I know, right? Super excited. And it's a beautiful red cherry red car and it's a classic red let me not say classic cherry red and I became a new owner of it I don't know how I got this car but all I know is I spoke this car into existence guys take notes I want you to listen to every key point that I'm giving you about greatness this ladder of greatness comes with a lot of techniques comes with a lot of strategies It comes with a lot of things that you have to do. And one of the things you have to do is speaking things into existence. So I spoke that into existence like years ago and it finally happened this year. I guess the timing for it 
was in that month of April. The money to get the car, it came so easy. I didn't have to sweat. I didn't have to stress. I didn't have to do anything. I went to the dealership. Okay, so this is Tuesday. So I went to the dealership on Tuesday. And the following week, next week, Tuesday, I the money came into my account for the car. And I went to pick up the car. I'm not telling you a, a gibberish story. I'm not selling you some illusion. I am being realistically honest with you. And I know this honesty is it's probably going to drive you insane, but I am giving you some deep gist. I am telling you some things that God can do. I The money was in my account the next following Tuesday. And I have this ritual where I go on a retreat every week and I stay with the Lord every week. And then after I'm done with my retreat, I go about, I start living my own personal life. And this ritual has worked for me. It has been a blessing to me. I'm telling you. So I put God first in the beginning of the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then the rest of the week, I just take it for myself and I do my own thing, but I make sure I put God first in that week. And it's the best thing you want to do because your week will be blessed. I hope you're taking keynotes. So I told the dealer when I went there on Tuesday and inquired about the car, the dealer was like, oh, it's going to, this amount, this is the amount of my money is that and that and that. And I was like, okay, so how much percentage do you want me to put down? They said, it depends on the bank that approved you. So the bank that approved me was like, oh, sis, you're going to have to put like 30 or 40% down for that car. I was like, hmm, mind you, I don't even have what's up credit, like say bomb credit. I did not have that. But when God is asking you to take a, a leap of, of, of fate, he knows all the circumstances that you're faced with. God knew that I didn't have bomb credit. And this bomb credit was one of the fears that the enemy put in my heart. Like, is this thing going to be possible? Because when I kept, when God kept giving me that, that signal, go get a car. I got a car for you. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. I got a car for you. When he kept giving me that signal, I was like, how is this going to be possible? I don't got bomb credit. How is this going to happen? I went into the dealership. No money. No good credit. And I sat there. And I looked at the Range Rovers. And immediately the Spirit of God spoke to me, the one that he wanted to give me. And I was like, this car? What? Or like, I never in my life, I probably might have spoken to existence, but never imagined that I would be an owner of this type of vehicle. So I was like, is this real? Or my mind playing tricks with me? Or Holy Spirit, stop playing with me. You know, I was like, I don't mind going home. I'm okay with that Mercedes. I kept saying that. And God is like, no, I'm trying to upgrade you. I sat there. I waited for approvals from many banks. Then finally approval came after like a good 30 minutes. Approval finally came. And it was like, oh, this bank approved you. 
and they approved you. This is in April, guys. They approved you with these conditions. So I said, okay, cool. We agreed on an amount that day. He now said to me, okay, do you have that amount with you? I said, no. I said, give me a week. I'll bring the money for you. I'll have the money for you. Funny enough, in a week, from Tuesday to the next week, Tuesday, I had the money. So when it came to the picking up the car day, I told them, oh, I have the money that we, the amount that we agreed on. They was like, no, they don't want to take that amount anymore. I said, why? They was like, they're not refusing. They're not, they don't want to take that amount anymore because I didn't want to show proof of income. I couldn't show proof of income. I haven't filed 2021 taxes. So there's no way for me to show proof of income for this year. And 2020 was a pandemic. And that whole year, I didn't work. So, guess what? They was like, okay, since you don't want to show proof of income, the, the devil, again, tried to attack. Since you don't want to show proof of income, you got to bring this amount of money. If you can't bring this amount of money, we can't let you go with the car. But God knew that they were going to say that. God knew that they were going to do that to me. God knew that that was going to happen. So he prepared the right amount of money for me to have in order to give these people in order for me to take the car. Because when God says yes, nobody can say no. When God is ready to bless you, he will prepare the resources that you need for that blessing. He will prepare the resources that you need to take for that blessing. He will prepare you for that blessing when God is ready to bless you. So I had the amount of money, the correct amount of money. They were shocked. They was like, you have that? You have that? I was like, yeah, I have it. They was like, okay, how you going to? I said, let me go to the bank. Let me go get some cash. I got some cash. I got some cashier's check. And the rest, I just took it out on my card. They were so shocked. Gave them all the cash. And I paid cash. Nothing credit. Everything was cash. And when I said card, I mean debit card. Everything was cash. I gave them everything, signed the documents. They was like, wow, okay, okay. You know, obviously someone is going to be excited, you know, that type of thing. It was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. They like, okay, she have the money. I took the car. I drove off the lot with the car that God gave me, ordained for me to have with no problems because God was ready to bless me. God ordained that that was the moment. It was an open channel, open channel for me to get that car. There was a car already for me that he had prepared that I was going to have. And he prepared the resources for me to have that car. And I was blessed. Guys, I'm going to stop here. I hate to make it too long because I want to keep you in tuned. Mind you, that happened in April. I got to give you the rest of the tea. From April, after I got the car, to October. Now, what's going on in my present life? I got to give you the juicy tea. I got to let you some things, let you know some blessings that have been added to me and some things that are still the same. And some things are just waiting for God's timing. 
And in this experience that I shared with you, I released some prophetic things that I did. I spoke into existence what I wanted. I didn't just speak it once. I constantly kept speaking it. And this was years ago. And I keep kept repe- repeating it. It was a constant thing. Two, I took an act of fate. I went to the dealership. I didn't have money. I know my credit was not what's up credit. It was bum credit. But I did exactly what God asked me to do. Act of fate. Got pre-approved. Came back with the paper with the conditions. Now gave it to God. And God manifested the act of my fate. The walk of my fate. Guys, I'm going to stop here. And I want to say to you. If you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you are killing yourself. You are wasting your time and you are struggling trying to figure out the answers to your own life. You are struggling trying to solve situations that God can solve for you only if you let him. And you are battling with sickness and diseases that only God can heal. Remember, he created the body and he knows how to heal the body. We read the Bible And we hear about these experiences. And we are always saying that how do we know that these things written in the Bible are real because the Bible has been rewritten so many times. Well, I am sitting here from experience and I'm telling you some of the things that God can do. This is my experience. Um, This is not a Bible experience. This is not a story that I'm reading you. I am telling you some things that God can do. So it made me look at the Bible from a different point of view. Yes, the Bible might have been written maybe three million times. We're not sure how many times because we've lost count. But the stories in this Bible are not fake. They're real. Now, I want you to take your time. And think about all the hardships and struggles that you went through. And all the blessings that you missed just because you didn't have Christ in your life. Stop struggling today trying to figure out life on its own. He that created this life knows how to solve it. And knows how to give you the shortcut. Please, friends. Join me today. Rededicate your life to Christ. If you're a backslider. Or... Give your life to Christ again. Let me introduce you to Jesus Christ. Let me introduce you to freedom, to peace, the ultimate peace. He says, I will give you peace that surpasses your understanding, man's understanding. Let me introduce you to peace. Let me introduce you to joy. Let me introduce you to a problem solver. I still have more tea to get to tell you, and it's going to get more interesting. This is just episode one of The Ladder to Greatness. Join me and just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I know you died for me. I know you died for my sins. I believe that you died for me. I accept you today. I ask that you come into my life. You cleanse me. You forgive me of all my sins. You rebirthed me and you changed my life. I accept you today as my Lord and my Savior.
now and forevermore. Amen. Simple. Now, if you've said this short two-second prayer with me, welcome to being born again. Welcome to the realm of a child of God. Welcome to the supernatural. God bless you all, and I love you all. Have a great day.